0: You're listening to the Girl Next Door Podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Before we get to chatting, we want to let everyone know that for our
1: summer book club episode, we will be reading The Giver of Stars by Jojo Moyes. Here is a short description of the book to get you excited. Based on a program that was instituted by Eleanor Roosevelt in the mid-1930s, The Giver of Stars is about a group of women that begin a traveling library that delivers books to the rural areas around their Kentucky town on horseback. These so-called pack horse librarians must overcome a number of obstacles on their way to bringing literacy to the masses, but they do so and tackle these challenges together. It's a tale of love, friendship, and of course, books. That episode will air July 29th, and we would both highly recommend listening to the book, which we both did. The reader is fantastic. Mm -hmm. All right, on to today's topic. Which is something that all parents or any caregiver can relate to—the mm-hmm. gimmies and whining. Mm. Are we all imagining that whining tone oh, from our kids, kids. right now, Nails and the pestering a for a toy or a uh-huh. treat that we've already said no to a million times? I can just like feel my blood yes. pressure rising yes. just thinking my about it. My neck is it. hot. <laughs> um, so between us, we have kids ranging from five to eight, and I think these behaviors can be particularly strong mm. among this mm-hmm. age crowd. So, yeah, so I think it's going to be a good one to talk about so let's get into these unpleasant behaviors we'll talk about how these behaviors present themselves in our houses how we deal with them in the moment plus bigger picture strategies to prevent or minimize okay so tell me about how the gimmies and whining just <laughs> manifests in your house what are the things your kids get the gimmies and whiny tone of tone of voice over and are there times when these behaviors are on full display
0: okay i will say to my children's credit mm-hmm. Or maybe mine. I don't yeah, per, know. We're all going to take credit for it. <laughs> yeah. They are not super whiny Okay. Uh, uh, overall as a yeah. kid. just I think some of it's personality. Mm-hmm. They're just pretty easygoing children mm-hmm. and patient mm-hmm. children. I think some of it, honestly, is trauma-related. Mm-hmm. I think that we've actually had to work at like getting them to attach to their toys Mm -hmm. and take care of their toys and care about them Mm -hmm. or get a special favorite stuffed animal. Like they just, when you've had everything taken away from you, Mm -hmm. you don't care as much about the little stuff, which Mm -hmm. can be, a positive positive and also a negative yeah. and we want them to be you know normal kids about right. it so that's number one we we really i mean from day one they have not been super whiny mm-hmm. kids um the other thing though i think is anytime they've started to display that this is an area where jeremiah and i are equally annoyed mm-hmm. by the whiny voice like he will shut it down just as fast as I do. I mean, he'll just be like, ew, (laughs) like (laughs) stop talking like that. Like it's, I think we just shut it down so quickly. And we're, this is one where we are so on the same page with that they don't even really attempt it that Mm -hmm. much anymore. There are exceptions obviously, but really and truly for the most part, it's just not a thing that happens Mm -hmm. that, that whiny tone of voice. At least they still get, you know, um, what is the word? selfish about things they still get they want to negotiate but Mm -hmm. i think the whining is we've nipped it in the bud for the most part um i will say vanessa is a little obsessed with dessert oh okay and i'm like i get it sister right so we've had to kind of make a rule like you do not need to ask for a treat Mm-hmm. after every time you eat. Cause you know, they bring home all the little candies yes. and then we put them in the treat basket. Mm-hmm. And we've just been like, even with that saying like, okay, we can keep these for a, you know a couple days after Valentine's or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And then we, yeah. those are all gone now. Yeah. And so we've kind of just said, you know, um, if there's dessert, I'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Like if I have made brownies or done something right. like that, cause that's a good rule for me too. I, I get it. I want something sweet mm-hmm. after every meal too. And I've probably helped to encourage that mm-hmm. habit but she will get a little like entitled about that and a little whiny pouty about that. Uh Um, Something that Julia will do is talk about how things are no fair if somebody else gets something. It's not even so much her siblings. She will just see... I don't know, somebody else will have a cool toy or whatever. Gotcha. And her automatic reaction for a while there was, uh, no fair. Uh, and so we really I was yeah. like, Hold on, mm-hmm. why is that not fair? And talking about this like someone else having something good doesn't mean there's less good things for you. Right. And we just are say saying good for them. Like that's something else mm-hmm. you can say instead of no fair, or you can say, I would love one of those someday. Mm-hmm. But it's not no fair because someone gets something right. that you don't have. Right. Um, and she was doing it with that pouty voice too. And I was uh-huh. like, I can't handle the no fair conversation right anymore everyone is not entitled to all of the same Mm -hmm. things um they do get a little whiny or pouty about chores sometimes but that Uh, usually just looks like silent sulking okay because they know it's it's, gonna happen it's gonna happen but that comes from follow-through like i do think we are pretty good about like you're not getting out of anything right because you're whining and pouting so you can choose to take a long time Uh or you can choose to have a happy heart and get it done and then move on to something fun. so That's just kind of how we approach it. Yeah. I will say something that is hard for me to watch as a parent is they will get kind of demanding of other adults because they don't necessarily have the same precedent set with them. So like grandparents in town, which there's going to be a little bit of that anyways, the spoiling or babysitters, like they think that they should be playing on their phone and they think they should be uh having all these treats and switching movies when their mood feels like it. Uh And I will just see them being kind of demanding in that situation. And that really bugs me. But I also know it's kind of up to that adult to be like, that's enough. Yeah. Cause you're setting your own Mm -hmm. relationship. And I try to remind them like in front of that adult, like, Mm. you know, we, aren't putting on five movies in a day so don't even ask you know like calling it out for what it is because i think sometimes that adult just doesn't know doesn't want to be the mean one to say no you know totally um and like i said they can be negotiating at times like bedtime they'll be like well can we just finish this show if we Uh and it's like bedtime i'm so strict about i don't know why they even try but they do right then they'll sulk up the stairs and Mm -hmm. but that's usually the extent of it at this age especially it doesn't turn into like meltdown mode right. anymore but right. that's kind of where we're at with it
1: okay so i will say too i think that the whining is not a huge issue in our house either and i think it is also just because we have so Shut little tolerance yeah. for it yeah
0: <laughs> zero tolerance.
1: and you know and it and it's hard and it's hard to say there might be other parents that also feel like they have zero tolerance and they haven't been able to nip it in the bud. I think it's a personality thing with kids for sure. I think some kids just kind of default more Mm -hmm. to that tone of voice Mm -hmm. or kind of just that behavior or whatever it is. That's their thing. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, I, um, as, as patient as I feel like I am, and I think I can deal with a lot of, Annoying kid noises and commotion and things like that. I cannot, will not deal with yeah, whiny yeah, tone of voice. Yeah. I mean, I think I would almost go so far. And you know, the way we'll often deal with it, like we'll get into it later, is just, oh, I can't understand you when you yeah, speak That's how that I way. definitely. Especially I mean, when they were little, that's how we dealt. I mean, with it. I think I would probably say that to a kid that wasn't mine, just because. Oh, I, will, I do it all. I the time. will not. Yep. I will not listen yep. to your whiny no, tone. I will not. There is no reason for it. No, <laughs> Chloe
0: poor chloe i don't even know a chloe disclaimer but chloe gets bashed a lot
1: on this show (laughs) chloe is karen's daughter (laughs) um so but i i would say the 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 main topics where i would say whining or the gimme's might arise for my boys would be around screen time treats and toys Mm -hmm. which i think is probably similar for all for all kiddos um you know, the can like just out of nowhere, can we watch a movie or a show? Just a short one. Yes. Yeah, just like, like the negotiation no. begins. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like you've got nothing to stand mm-hmm. on. And suddenly here I am in some l- argument uh-huh. <laughs> that I didn't even ask for. Um, treats, um, dash is my kiddo that just <laughs> has the sweet tooth. If there is a treat in, to be had <laughs> in a yeah 200 yard radius That's Vanessa. he yeah. has the radar he uh-huh. knows about it he can't think about anything else uh-huh.
0: and so yeah he just like cannot get it out of his mind so, to where to me too and i get it like i have food obsessions right. myself and it's almost like i react really strongly to that then because i don't right. like that about myself right. so right. i'm like you do not need to be obsessing over treats right. exactly <laughs> talking to you erica exactly i think i think so um Um,
1: toys, I feel like toys aren't too bad, but you know, if they've seen a friend with one, Mm kind of like you were mentioning Mm -hmm. just someone with something cool. And certainly if they are at a store where they're seeing toys, (laughs) which is why we basically just try to avoid that. But I mean, that's hard for anyone or any kid, but it can just, oh my gosh, if you just need to run a quick errand. It doesn't yeah. matter the talks that we have about it before. Right. We're going in for these things. Right. We're not even going over there <laughs> that suddenly, why are we having a meltdown? Did oh. we not prepare for this? Uh-huh. Um, I will say the behavior is definitely worse when they are tired. Yes. And I think now we, we are like at the ages and just have the parenting experience that we can really we can tell that that tired tone, that tired behavior, mm-hmm. and that kind of at least makes it easier to deal with. Yeah, which it's like, okay, this isn't you know they're not like this all the time. They're tired. This is how it's yeah. coming out. Yeah. I mean, it still can be kind of annoying, but that makes it a little easier. And also, you bump bedtime back a little bit. And you're like, okay, right. well, that tells mm-hmm. me I'm going to have a little exactly. more time to myself <laughs> never again. <laughs> um, and when they're coming off an indulgent weekend, like with grandparents, yes, yes, that. I say that is just tricky because you do like you don't want to set all of these rules around time with grandparents, and that is something where you remember your time with your grandparents. Totally, that's getting spoiled rotten. That's what makes it so great. Mm -hmm. But they're coming home. They're often tired. Mm -hmm. They've gotten all this screen time. They've gotten all these treats, Mm -hmm. and it's like they're not like oh look at all we've gotten and be thankful for it's like
0: when can we have yeah they go through with like withdrawal (laughs) i feel like it's like that even when we get back from a vacation just the four of us it's like we've said yes to a lot of really fun things that are not in our normal Mm -hmm. everyday Mm -hmm. you know experience like ice cream for dinner once in a while or whatever and they just it's like they need it to keep coming and we always have a very rude awakening the week after a vacation yes
1: it's so if you can kind of know it's coming, it makes it a little better, yeah. but it's still not super yeah. fun. <laughs> okay, so what are the way, the best ways you found to deal with gimmies and whining like in the moment
0: when it uh-huh. is happening? I mean, I just shut it right down, number one. <laughs> okay, like literally what, don't like, even let them finish the word that just, they're, yep. <laughs> I was like, uh, we're not doing that. <laughs> Uh, and they, I mean, it's like, oh, they like know. snaps them out of it a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it's been like that from, I'm talking like before Julia even had all the words yeah. when she was just like, uh, 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 right. it was like, it's that tone, do, you know, say up oh, please or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she'd say it in her own little way, right. but it was like teaching her to use right. her words, like even from 20 months old, like mm-hmm. it was just not okay. Um, And I now say that to them too, like when they do get in these, Modes where they're asking for something or negotiating bedtime or whatever. And I say, just so you know, that has never worked and that will never work. Nice. I like Like, that. Like you will never get what you want from acting like that, Mm -hmm. ever. That's a good one. Nothing good will come of it for you, my friend. Right. (laughs) Right. And so, and just reminding them of that. Yeah. Um, I think, too, sometimes parents feel like they want their child to also understand the why behind it. Mm. And guess what? they don't care about the why when they're in that mindset and they are not going to understand the why until they get a little older and have some more Mm -hmm. insight. So like, I think it's okay. Just like it is with adults. No is a complete sentence. Mm. If you have said no, you do not need to try to convince your child to see the light. Right. Just no is a complete sentence. And then something else I will say, if it's pushed further than that, is I will say you asked and I answered mm-hmm. and then I walk away or mm-hmm. turn my attention elsewhere. So it's like, I'm not engaging right. in an argument with you. The whining is going to get you nowhere. It's just right. And again, from very little ages, they can understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, something else I've used in the moment, like if they are asking for something or asking to even just go look at something mm-hmm. like the toy aisle and you know that it's going to induce the wh- gimmies or whining. Right. I have with my kids, it's worked to use it as kind of a reward. Just oh. use the browsing as a gotcha. reward. Like, mommy needs to get these groceries. Mm-hmm. If you can keep your hands to yourself, not be asking me for treats, mm-hmm. being a helpful, you know, mm-hmm. little one, we will go look at the toys for a reward, but we're only looking. And if right. you are asking for lots of toys, we won't do that again. Right, And that has actually worked pretty well. And that was even when they were little or now they don't mm-hmm. care quite as much, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, just you and teaching them that like, hey, window shopping can be... Yeah. That could be fun too.
1: Okay. I like all of those. Um, Some of mine just very similar. The not engaging I find to be the most effective. um, I'll say, you have my answer. Yep. Like very similar. You have my answer. I'm not talking about it Mm -hmm. anymore. And just the thing
0: with that, you have to follow through. You have through. to follow through. You cannot, you cannot talk change about your it. answer. Even if it's like, no, I'm still saying no to that thing, but you're going to get this other thing right. that I think is more acceptable. No, they still got right. something for that behavior. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You really
1: have to like completely ignore yes. at that point. Yes. Another one kind of similar, but I just, I'll say, I can't understand you when you use that voice, mm-hmm. when it's like that whiny voice, mm-hmm. Or, um, this has been happening some with Cedric, but just needing to say, oh, I need you to use your big boy mm-hmm. voice,
0: you mm-hmm. know, and just m- even for in like an almost funny way, like they're trying to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. So and it's I just, not cute. No, I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> Something else I say around that is just, I'll just say, try, try again. Yeah. Try exactly. that again. And they know. They right. know that they're being, right. you know.
1: Exactly. I think I think so much of it too, like just me trying to keep my cool yes. and not get too yes. heated about it. Because they're, you know, even if they don't know it and know it like consciously, they're just, they're trying to get a rise out of you. Totally. I mean, that is, there is a phrase, pester power, Yeah, that companies like Mm -hmm. are counting on Mm -hmm. for kids to see commercials or see things in the aisle Mm -hmm. and bother like wear their parents down to the (laughs) point where like fine just put it in the cart (laughs) right because I can't take it
0: anymore but that just magnifies that the next time you are at a store the whining is going to be five times as bad I promise totally so I think the
1: more the more that I can just stay calm and be Mm -hmm. like that has no effect on me right. whatsoever right. and i will not engage which is so hard it's
0: so hard and i get i get why parents are not consistent with that because mm-hmm. it is it feels in the moment mm-hmm. easier to give in because oh, you're totally. like, what is the big deal? What right. is the big deal about this sucker that they want? What right. is in the grand scheme of life? And you're right, it is, but it is a cumulative effect like mm-hmm. nothing else in parenting where mm-hmm. if you do not stay consistent with that, that it will snowball so it fast. Really so. It really can. It really can.
1: Okay, so how about bigger picture parenting strategies to head off these behaviors in the first
0: place or just like kind of like we said, to keep your cool while they're happening? Mm-hmm. I think first of all, just knowing your absolutes as parents. Mm -hmm. So like I've said, Jeremiah and I have talked about the fact that we both cannot handle a speck of whining. (laughs) And then, so then we're on the same page with that. Like if you have another parent that's like, oh, come on. They just enjoins the kid in the whining, like that can be really hard. So kind of knowing where you stand on some of that stuff, knowing that like, like for me, it's, I don't ever buy them a thing that they have asked for in the store. Mm -hmm. I just don't. I will sometimes surprise them with something Mm -hmm. in the store so they know, hey, I'm the one buying the thing. And sometimes I just might say to you, go ahead and pick out a snack because I really like how you behaved in the store. And I just tell them that Mm -hmm. I I will never buy you a thing that you ask for unless Mm -hmm. we are like going out looking for things for you. And you ask, you know, we're picking things out together. Mm -hmm. I will never just... The answer will always be no. Right. But you need to actually believe that in your head. Right. And you need to decide that for yourself. Yeah. Or maybe you're a family, like you said, limit screen time. You mm-hmm. know you're absolute on that. And so right. it doesn't affect you as much then when they're asking because you're like, I mean, it's never going to work. Exactly. I don't know why you keep doing it. Right. I know my limits. Yeah. And it just helps you stay calm and like in control instead of like at their whim. Mm-hmm. Um, I think something else that we still do now and definitely did when they were a little or toddler preschool age was always talk about the expectations before we'd go mm. into the store mm-hmm. or to the event mm-hmm. or whatever it was and just be like you are getting no things mm-hmm. <laughs> or like when you get home you know we will have a special snack right. but we are buying nothing at the store we're right. doing these few things and that is it i need you to keep your hands to yourself or like what does being good in the store look like we keep our hands to ourselves. we don't ask for things mm-hmm. we have good manners mm-hmm. we listen to mommy yeah. okay you know, and just because they're learning still. And right. I think that they need that. Mm-hmm. And then it's also easier to stick to your guns again, if that falls apart when you're like, we talked about this and you know, my answer, Yeah, you know, yep. um, I think overall to having talks about gratitude in different ways that they can start to understand, like, mm. and having the conversations when they come up about, you know, no fair and like, right. that we don't, we're not entitled to anything. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of my girls who, which one was it? said something back to me the other day and I was like, yes, it's like hitting home. She said something about like, yeah, because we don't have to have any treats. And it was like mirroring back how I talked to her, like treats are not a mandatory thing. Like my job is to feed you and love you and keep you safe. Mm -hmm. You do not have to have treats. You don't have to have fancy clothes. There Mm -hmm. are people who don't, Mm -hmm. you know what I was like? Yes, you're
1: learning. Yeah.
0: Um, And then, yeah, just that not setting a precedent. It may seem like a small deal in the In the moment and i think what happens is people confuse this with not pick with picking your battles Mm, right and it's not the same thing it's not the same thing i think that like if you have decided this is a thing i don't want to do or i don't want to hear about all the time Mm -hmm. that is a battle you can pick Mm because you're just you're just saying we don't do this Mm -hmm. or we don't do this thing um and i think never no matter what your level is of tolerance or your precedent never giving them something positive for whining right Cause I think I see that with a lot of parents where it's like, okay, well, you're not going to get that toy, but let's, but I'll distract you by letting you Mm -hmm. pick out a sucker. Mm -hmm. Well, there you're giving them
1: the lesson that you get something good for that behavior. There's some positive reinforcement there. Yeah. Um, I think for us, there's just this overall, there's an overall strategy of just elimination Yeah, (laughs) for me. I would rather not have something in my life so that the whining doesn't come mm-hmm. up over it rather than having to manage. We have this sometimes or occasionally, and it just seems like then my kids ask for it, whine for it, mm-hmm. are thinking about it all the time. Um, So that's kind of like a big picture. And then I think like the other big picture, like you mentioned, is just thinking about that precedent. Mm -hmm. And I think that's sometimes can be easier for me to keep in mind. Like, for example, um, the boys will sometimes, like on a weekend it's happened, they'll say, oh, daddy said we could have a short rest time today, Mm -hmm. like a 30 minute rest Mm time. I'm like, Chris, why would you ever right ever do that right no because
0: even if you do that because of your schedule right they you do say that need one time and the, yeah you don't even need to say anything about exactly. it because you say that out loud one time exactly. they're like oh well can today also be exactly. one of those kind of exactly days? and i think it i think it's one of
1: those things that then yeah it works for our schedule or chris is just kind of like yeah like it's probably fine yeah. and i'm just like don't even let them know that's an option no i'm just like no. never
0: ever again (laughs) don't give an option you're not willing to always follow through. yes exactly
1: i think i'm really pretty good about like that just helps me stick to my guns because i'm like well i don't want to deal with this ever again so no (laughs) right (laughs) um so with screen time we don't own a television we also don't have an ipad Mm -hmm. chris has one for work but it's something that never comes out like in the house like i don't think the boys are even very aware that he has it Mm um and That just makes it so much Mm -hmm. easier because there's not anything that's even like out in our house that Mm -hmm. will remind them like that we could be using that. We will sometimes do like a family movie night or watch or set the boys up to watch something. But... It's always on the weekend and it is occasional. There have been times where I feel like they've been asking for it more. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe they've gotten old enough because it, it did feel like for a while where we would have a movie, but then them asking for more, Chris and I were just like, That wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. Like they're mm-hmm. asking for it so much now yeah, that they it's get, just... like obsessed about it. Exactly. But I think now it seems like you know, we can do that yeah. occasionally and enjoy it and it doesn't become a, bi- a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or sometimes if they'll ask, but we don't want to do it that day, you know, saying, okay, let's make sure we plan for that for next weekend. Yeah. Like, you know, we can't do it right now. Let's make a yeah. plan for it. Um with like treats and desserts, we just kind of have a general rule that we don't do desserts on weekdays mm-hmm. unless it's uh, very special or it's a birthday. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of also just a nice hard and fast rule. Mm-hmm. Like there have been some times where, yeah, I've made something or we have something left over and I will treat you to dessert. Yeah, But like you exactly. said, but, but if you ask for it, yeah. it's not The answer happening. will be no. Exactly. <laughs> Daddy and I will eat all of this exactly. while you are. <laughs> yes. Um... And with the toys, just avoid avoiding taking them to stores is still mm-hmm. my general strategy mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's just usually not worth
0: even For the many risk. <laughs> For many reasons. For many
1: reasons. I think they, they are getting better as they can understand and like really understand mm-hmm. those expectations and things. But it's just so interesting how...
0: It still can be hit or miss. Yeah, and it's know? still human nature that they're oh, figuring totally. out. Like, I know, I but I legit want that yeah. thing. Yeah,
1: and I'm like overcome, yeah. and I've yeah. got to, I've got to talk about it. Um, I think probably not having any kind of television or commercials or anything helps with that too. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not getting
0: exposed to that. I think even now, like between from when I was a kid mm-hmm. now, like all the on demand, like right. they don't really have commercials right. anyways, unless yeah. we're watching like football on the weekend or something. Right. So that is so nice where I'm like, Oh, my parents had all the sugar cereal yeah. commercials. Like and- it's
1: always honestly like almost slightly terrifying to me if we are somewhere at my parents' house or something. And yeah, for some reason actually watching something that has commercials mm-hmm. and I'm just like, Oh no, I don't, <laughs> don't want them to see this. Like <laughs> this is going to be really bad for me. You know? <laughs> um, Uh, a very amazing strategy that i have for when they get the gimmies over toys is taking a picture of it. This is
0: amazing. This is my favorite thing you do in life.
1: This this <laughs> has helped so much and it is one of those things that I, like i'm still surprised that it's working so well. Yeah. And so anyway, um i will sometimes even tell the boys like if we're going into a store mm-hmm. or something, you know, we're not buying anything, you know, but if you see something, i Can I'll take a few pictures. Yeah. yeah. So how this works is if they're looking (laughs) at something and then they, you know, find something that they want, I say, okay, great. Pose with it. I take a picture. Like I actually do take a picture and that like satisfies the urge. And they just, oh, this one. Oh, this one. (laughs) I mean, I'll take, you know, five to 10 pictures of Mm -hmm. each of them. And sometimes they're like in a very good mood about it. And what is amazing about this strategy is (laughs) sometimes they're so sad that they so so sad that they can't (laughs) have the thing that they want um and I might share some of these in our show notes or on Instagram but I end up saving them to a photo album just because some of these pictures are priceless but then also it's great for two reasons you can flip back through all those photos and get ideas for birthdays and whatnot. Uh Or I think too, that it could be helpful for them. It's like Pinterest for them. Totally. You know, it like shows them that you don't actually have to buy something Mm -hmm. to kind of like scratch that consumer itch. And it could be like, okay, go back and look at all these things that I wanted. And maybe, yeah, that's the one that I like the best Mm -hmm. that I want to ask for, for my Mm -hmm. birthday. But so anyway, sometimes when they are in a very sad place, (laughs) About things like I just I have this amazing picture of one of each of my boys of Dashel with just a random kid's electric toothbrush that we were just <laughs> we just needed some toothpaste yeah, like we were yeah. not you thought even, you were safe at the yes, toothpaste style <laughs> and he just has this t- toothbrush and so he's posing with it and he just looks so sad. <laughs> That he is not going to be able but to buy this toothbrush. But still willing to pose exactly, the picture, which is still, just my favorite still part willing to it. pose. And then the one that I have of Cedric, we were in Target. We must have been getting a couple of groceries. He is posing, I mean, just with tears oh, welled yeah. up in his eyes yeah. with this um, just pack of baby yogurt. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted it so and bad. And it's just so funny to look
0: back because like yogurt that's not that bad and yet
1: i was like no No.
0: (laughs) so many moms that would get the yogurt and then they have more whining to deal with i'm just saying it was just like a blanket (laughs) no and he was just so sad about it so amazing i think you bring up a really good point though about just having making pain points in general in parenting Mm -hmm. a rule if Mm -hmm. it's a thing your kids really have a hard time with like we don't do like like i said the dessert is only if i made something right and the dessert for you only on the weekend. It's yeah. okay to just make it a rule. And just I think a that hard and fast rule. kids understand that. And the beauty of that is when you want to break the rule, you get to break the rule and be yeah. the cool mom Yeah. when you're not typically the fun mom. Right. You it's know it's a little special, yeah. a little and special I, I think thing. it's. I think we're kind of hesitant to think, or even like so many parents complain about kids asking for snacks all day long. Mm-hmm. Well, what if you just make a rule that these are our snack times? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then, and I'm not saying they won't ever ask outside right. of that time, but it's a lot less decision-making on your mm-hmm. part to be like, well, are they hungry? Are they right. not? Right. It's like, for the most part, if mine ask, then I can just say, well, it's not snack time, but you can get a piece of fruit and then right. they, like stomp up the stairs because exactly. they don't want a piece of fruit. Right. So it's like. Just having these parameters and this structure helps with a lot of that too, mm-hmm. because it's like, well, this is just when not when we have snack. Exactly. I think it then it's like can
1: eliminate some argument because you just fall back on the rule. Well, yeah. this is the rule that yeah. we all know is
0: established at our house, and they are very fair. They mm-hmm. are very worried about justice and fairness yes. at that age, and if you can tie it to something like a rule or like setting a timer, mm-hmm. something that's not you right. just saying no exactly. all the time, it's like. They, they respect that. Right. It's like, okay, well, that's right. the rule. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Transfer
1: that authority, yes. like to the rule, to yes. the timer, like you said, mm-hmm. that can,
0: that can really help. Yeah. And it's, it's fair to them because they know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I think a kid who never knows when, when you're going to say yes and mm-hmm. when you're going to say no is going to ask more because mm-hmm. they're like, well, what if they're just mm-hmm. trying all that out? Like, right. what if this time they give me a snack? Well, yeah. what if this time? You exactly. Know? Exactly okay what about now that now that we have
1: a uh, quote-unquote big kids okay do you feel like there are differences in how you deal with these behaviors now that we have these bigger kids versus when they were little kids or toddlers since we probably have lots of listeners yeah. that are in this with the little ones
0: yeah well i think we talked about some of this with just starting certain things from very little mm-hmm. like it from very simple like mommy said no yeah. or you know I- you asked and i answered um I think that now they have reason, mm-hmm. which is nice. And and I still, I will get caught up in being frustrated that they don't understand mm-hmm. because they are so much more logical, right. but they're still operating on this very like selfish child, yeah, you know, um, tangible level. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to get them to understand the okay. more abstract. And so I think keeping in mind, I've had to keep in mind, like they, you may give them a reason, but they may not really understand that for a long time. So don't get hung up on that. Gotcha. Um, I think that before it was just a calm no and then bracing for impact on the tantrum Mm -hmm. where now you can really say like I can say to them we can talk about it more in terms of attitude like Mm -hmm. we're going into the store we're not getting anything and you're also not giving me any attitude about it like they can start to take some responsibility for how they react to things and that can be its own kind of behavioral thing that you're working on Mm -hmm. that's what I kind of like Um, the other weekend they were complaining about putting away their clothes which you guys know they've been putting away their clothes since they were like three and four Mm -hmm. like really they've been really good at it it's not I'm not asking them to do anything they're not capable of but just recently they've decided like this is not Mm -hmm. fun (laughs) Mm -hmm. and so it's like I finally said to them the other day because it was all the stalling all the pouting all the negotiating and I just said I'm done talking to you about the putting away the clothes. Mm -hmm. Not only will you be putting away your clothes every weekend, it's just going to be a thing that you do on Saturday before there is any screen, before there is any Mm -hmm. toys, before there's any going outside. Mm -hmm. So... That is something I will make sure to get the laundry done for you, so that you can just know that you're going to be doing that every Saturday, mm-hmm. and you're also going to do it without an attitude to me. You may ha- you may not like it. You can go in your room and make whatever face you want, but mm-hmm. I don't want to see a face. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear stomping. I don't want to see slamming doors. It's just not going to happen, or you will have a consequence mm-hmm. because. Who and they're old enough now that you can do that, right? Yeah. And not just ignore their feel right. like big feelings. So I I said like, who puts away mommy's clothes? Mm-hmm. And they're like you. Mm-hmm. Who puts away daddy's clothes? Daddy. No, mommy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Actually. <laughs> I said, but daddy does a lot of other things. Right, right. <laughs> And so I'm not also going to put away yours and you are uh-huh. not being punished right. to have to put away your clothes. So yeah. just, you know, they can start to kind of understand those things and like, now also you are old enough to control yourself a little bit and you're not just going to act like a jerk every time I ask you to do Mm -hmm. something so Mm -hmm. that is that's something that has changed and been nice and felt like a teachable moment you know yeah
1: I've had I've had those um experiences too where the Whining and, you know, the attitude over me asking them to clean up something that, Mm -hmm. you know, they've done. Right. And being able to say, you know, look at all these things that daddy and I do. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we spend a lot of time Mm -hmm. cleaning up after ourselves and after you. And, um, you know, sometimes it lands and sometimes it doesn't, but just that they're old enough to start to you know, start to kind of show them,
0: like, yeah. step back a little bit. Get that message continually. Yeah, and kind <laughs> of
1: look at the household and look mm-hmm. what everyone else is doing mm-hmm. and and where you kind of fit into it and what we're asking of that you. this is just what
0: we do as a family. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And that's actually very reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, So I think that logic can be both a pro, but the fact that (laughs) then they can be arguing, like there's that Uh want to, to argue. And like you said, that injustice Mm -hmm. of something Mm -hmm. where even if you can't explain it away, like they just sense that injustice and this is just not fair and it's very hard for them to let that go. So I think that can be a little harder with the big kids. Um, but with, the, with little ones, like with toddlers, it was a much more just ignore policy yeah. where yeah. it was just don't engage at yeah. all. And that was often just the most effective, mm-hmm. whereas it's like they will continue to engage or they'll just, mm-hmm. you know, get in a pouty mood and carry it around, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So um, and also with little ones, you can do the distracting method. Yes. And, and with the bigger kids, it's more like, no, they need to like have the consequence like have the follow through yeah, yeah. so you can't really distract right as well because right. then you could end up like um unintentional positive reinforcement right, right. so
0: okay i All think right. i think that wraps it just up just say no friends just say no to birthday parties to whining <laughs> to pouting stick just say no stick to your guns <laughs> okay so tell me what you are obsessed with lately okay this is really funny okay i am obsessed because you are having a baby girl, mm-hmm. I cannot stay out of the baby girl aisle. Oh. I I do, I will say that is one thing. There is not a lot that is like, oh, I miss my kids being littler. Yeah. But that is one thing that was like my favorite thing when they were little is all the cute little outfits Those that I was totally clothes. in charge of. yeah, And the bows and the, all the things. And so I just keep finding myself like, peeking in i no, may have picked I'll up just... a couple of things but i keep like <laughs> peeking in and be like no you are not actually having a baby <laughs> stop it just i may maybe be living a little there. vicariously through your oh, baby
1: girl it is it is so fun the adventure of girl clothes i will say even not being like a super girly into clothes person it is it is just so fun after two boys the color palettes just the the creative change rompers aren't really a thing Mm -hmm. for boys like just those little cute things so I am also very much enjoying it well my obsession is also related to my baby and that (laughs) is just the nursery that we are putting together that is coming together I think as of you know, we're recording this way ahead. Yeah, by the time, is she here? By the time this comes is she here? out, is she, she, she sitting will be, on
0: the table here with us in her be. little bouncy
1: seat? She <laughs> might be by this time. This this gets weird, time warpy here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just, I had this vision for the nursery, and I feel like it's one of the first rooms, like both the the boys' new bedroom that we moved them to, and then this nursery that I really feel like I just conceived of from blank rooms and we really executed it like all the things that I pinned and wanted and everything and it is just I'm loving the way it's coming together and I love being in there before I leave today yes you will and even Chris just was like oh the room is just like so nice like I think he's like seeing it all come together and so anyway I'm very excited to just get the finishing touches on it this next week and just yeah have that space be ready for her Mm. yes Okay, well I have a little bit of neighborhood news and this is so funny because I I think this will be on the episode that came out previously or one of the more recent ones you shared about kind of your awkward encounter with your male lady. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And what was so funny, I think it was actually on the day that we recorded that. Mm -hmm. I have been, you know, expecting all these packages for baby and all this stuff, and I knew that a couple were due to arrive and I went to cross the street to check the mail. And, and she, we also have a male woman. I'm assuming it might be the same it person. Might be, yeah, She was pulling up right then. Yeah. So I was like, okay, great. But then I was also kind of like, oh, is it going to be kind of awkward for me to watch her, you know, kind yeah. of do her job <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and be like looking over her shoulder. Waiting for your stuff. Um. Well, she pulled up and she saw me and she immediately started kind of like rummaging in her stuff. And then, just reached out the window was like, oh, here. Oh, Oh. and I think there's another one for you too. Such service. I was just kind of dumbfounded because I was like, you know who I am? Right. How do you recognize me? And I guess I didn't I didn't want to ask and like make it awkward. I always give a Christmas card. So maybe yeah. she recognizes yeah. that could be like from my address yeah. and like You're from my neighborly to from my face. Various. Yeah. But it was just like so pleasant <laughs> and nice. Sweet. Like, And she had the exact two packages that She's I was like, waiting I listen for. to your
0: podcast and I follow you on Instagram.
1: <laughs> I know, exactly. Maybe so. So anyway, it was just a very pleasant, uh, very pleasant mail encounter. That's Very cute. good service. That's cute. <laughs> all right, that wraps it up. Thank you so much for hanging out with us everyone. Mm-hmm. In between shows, you can find us on Instagram where we are Hi Girls Next Door and we have a Girl Next Door podcast page on Facebook. Send us an email at at gmail.com and find the show notes for this episode and all of
0: our archives at girlnextdoorpodcast.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly.
1: You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted
0: to add one more note. I just completely
1: starting. Leaving me hanging. Okay. Where are you, I'm lab? here, I promise. Where are you? <laughs> okay.